totally Ross. I've probably said that before, haven't I? I think you have, yeah. Uh, and I'm totally Phil, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Well, actually, probably this week it's Ross Talks Movies, because Phil hasn't seen movies this week. It's insane. Honestly, I've been so busy. And with Stranger Things, the new series of Stranger Things dropping, and my daughter obsessed with watching it all before she goes back to school so it doesn't get spoiled. And then me thinking, well, actually, if she goes back to school and get, it gets bought for her, she'll probably spoil it for me. So yes. So we've also, got the, isn't it? Um, isn't it also? Isn't every episode like a feature length episode? Well, yeah. I mean, most pretty every like episode so far is like at least eighty minutes. No, at that's least, crazy. At least seventy minutes. Sorry. So they're, they're around the yeah. hour ten mark. Um, that's still long. That's still long though. It's long. It's. I will say. It is a good season. It definitely has amped up the gore. It's definitely amped oh, okay. up the horror. Okay. It's definitely rocking a Nightmare on Elm Street vibe this season. I heard that. Including I heard. a good cameo from, uh, from, from yes, someone as well. Um, but it does have a bagginess of, of a series now in its fourth season that everyone loves and the creators have got full creative control of. And we've discussed it mm. before, Ross. We've discussed it before. Just because you can, and we'll, do you know what? This will feed nicely into our key film this week. You know, that, that idea of, you know, the Marvel thing of just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. And, and actually... Also, if you're going to do, if you're doing, is it eight episodes? I can't remember. Is it eight episodes? Not, eight, nine so episodes you, this season. Well, why don't you just do 10 episodes and make them an hour each or where? Like, well, I don't understand. By the way, it doesn't, if it works, listen, if it works, we know that some shows have different formats, where things like, Mandalorian, some of which were like 25 minutes, some of which were 35 minutes. And yeah. I guess I guess if an episode works, it works, right? So I, I, I get mostly, that. mostly it does, right? Mostly it okay. does. It's just a um, long time for any episode of anything. That's yeah, there is there is a slight sense of bagginess. And yeah. I'm glad they're drawing it to close off season five because Oh, they are? Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, they are. Because you kind of think, because mm, otherwise there is that small chance that, that it will just Carry on getting bangers. Also, they'll be in, also they'll just be in their twenties. <laughs> you know, it's like can we just oh like, my god, the, like the characters. I mean, like literally like looking at them now and thinking that mm. theoretically you're fourteen or right, fifteen in the, in the show. You're like you're blatantly like nineteen. <laughs> it's like you know, yeah. Um, it, it, it it's it's definitely got that kind of weirdness to it where you're like, yeah, but they're blatantly not kids at high school anymore. I mean, they could have done the thing, they could have done one of the best things of, of almost any franchise, the How to Train Your Dragon films, where they literally aged the characters between the movies. Yes. And that's an animated really, film. Really, that's what I mean. So it does, and, and your voice does, is the last thing to change so pretty much. So like the fact, but the be- fact they did that was so good, but such a good and interesting yeah, and they could have do. got away with having each of they could have got away with not aging the characters because well, it was that's an animated I mean. thing. Which that's is exactly amazing. what I'm getting at. No, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm getting at. So when you get to some of like Stranger Things, it's been is it three years, season three? Yeah, yeah, three years. Four years, years maybe? No, three, three, it's definitely three. Three, three. You 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 have the opportunity, I mean I don't know if they do, to actually say, okay, they're 18 now, or whatever, you know what I mean, or whatever. And and nobody would be like I think nobody would be like, no, it doesn't work. They'd be so like, that's much quite of it good. Is, so much of this season is based around high school right. like like not in high school but the impact mm-hmm. of being at school mm-hmm. and that forms such a core part um of what well, i mean know, is they could be at, they could be at college rather than school yeah but i it, it would actually lose something because that mm. would that would like there's a whole level of kind of 
you know, obviously L lost the powers at the end of last season. So how does that L? I'll work? be I'll be honest. I literally don't, I don't remember any. All I remember is quite liking some of the stuff in a cinema. That's kind of literally all I yeah, remember. That was cool. Three. I watched Dawn of the uh, Day of the right. Day, which was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, so yeah, look, it's it's good. Um, <clears throat> it is good, but it, but this has meant that I haven't watched very much. I was meant to go and see Men on Friday. Ah, I'm seeing that tonight, and I'm quite I'm seeing excited that tonight as well. Oh, wait, um, I just I think the title is terrible. I I because it really I, does sound like people. Someone's going men. men. <laughs> you know, like, I have I have an issue with. I mean, look, Alex Garland, right? Like, I yes, I loved Twenty Eight Days Later. He wrote that, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think he wrote that. Did he write Ex that? Machina. Yes. He did yeah. write. He did write yeah, that. Ex Machina. Yeah. Ex Machina. I was less of a fan of actually. I was one of the people. I really that liked worked it. The board a bit. Yeah. But I, really I need to watch it. it again. And, and, and yeah. you know, someone I went to the university with actually won the Academy Award for visual effects for that. That's amazing. Like, I, I made a short film with him and he and he, he was on stage collecting an Oscar, which is fucking phenomenal. Um, that is pretty amazing. That is <laughs> pretty, pretty amazing. amazing. Like, you know, when, when I was like, he's nominated, then you watch it and you go, he fucking won. And I was like, I actually... Just being nominated, actually, that's right. Yeah. And I actually, I actually made a short film with him back in the day, which, which once again, always highlights my, my own personal failings. <laughs> no, it doesn't. A little bit more. no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Not in any, but, um, not in any way. But, but yeah, so like, you know, so I, I didn't hate that film. I just didn't, I wasn't quite on board. Um, Annihilation was one of the worst films I've seen. Yes, easily. Easily. There's, I've even seen a couple of videos recently. Yeah, it's underappreciated. I'm like, no, it's not. It's terrible. What Some are you talking about? generally rate it as a classic. And I'm like, a classic what? Uh, I don't understand. Listen, I think we can both say with reasonable confidence that we can, uh, both of us, appreciate something without liking it. Like, I can kind of go... Oh, yeah, 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 100%. I can see see why some people think that 2001 is great. I I can totally see it. And I quite like the first hour if I have to watch it. But but I I don't think it's good. I really don't. And I don't like it at all. But I can understand why people do. Yeah. Like, I can yeah. completely understand what people do. And then there are films where I just go, oh, I'm really sorry, what are you talking about? Did you just like the flashing colours? Did you Annihil- like the colours? Yeah, and Annihilation. Like, I always I always remember you said something like, like their solution, you said something to me like, because you watched it before me, it's like, yeah. their solution to the problem is to send m- more people in, but this time send completely untrained people who are the yeah, wives the of wives. the soldiers with guns. Send the wives. Unless I misunderstood what was going on, that's what they did. And yeah. I, I don't... And they didn't even think to send other soldiers with them. <laughs> like, 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 there are presumably other soldiers. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, why not send them in, in, I don't know, armour or something? I, I just, that whole thing. And then it just proceeded to become more and more stupid. And people, and because of Alex Garland's dessert, right, and the bear bit and all of that stuff. Like, 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 with Alex Garland's, I would suggest, pretty much deserved reputation. I just feel like it's a bit of... um. Again, like an Empress New Clothes, I, I believe this applies yeah. to similar to sim- similarly to things like Interstellar. Although I will say in this example, I can see why people do like Interstellar compared to Annihilation. Yes, and I love. I can understand it. It's terrible. I love <laughs> Interstellar, fine. but I can understand why people do like. It. I, I get it. and there's definitely bits of it. But anyway, the point is. But here's the other thing about Annihilation that we should quickly touch on: is it came out in a time where we had also things like the Cloverfield Paradox, which was unbearable. We had like three oh. or four movies that were all. Awful. It was the Netflix dumped. run of awful. It was, shit a dump, films, it was a Netflix dump from like Paramount, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you just kind of go, <laughs> oh no, they're all terrible. Yeah. And so it was kind of 
So it, it might be a little bit unfair, a little bit unfair, but to lump Annihilation in. But but it really was at a time no, no, where all it, these it, sci-fi films, which we should be like, finally, there's some sci-fi films. Yeah, and it was a, it was a run of awful films. By the way, really though, rough. out of all those films, like Twenty Eight Days Later, it's, and mm. I've said this before, I still think it is one of the top five British films ever made. Yeah. I think it's one of the best zombie films ever made. I absolutely adore the last 40 minutes almost as much as I adore the first 40 minutes. It's almost silent, isn't it, as well? It's and that, really that, brilliant. Like it's the whole brilliant bit, film. like, like we, yes, we actually briefed the, 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 the musician yes. for Left for Dead, and he was like, what kind yeah. of vibe are you going for for the finale? And we were, we were both like, you know that build in 28 days? Of the music? Yeah. It's, it just gets more tense. That's what, and that's what he tried to deliver. And, you know... Like, I think he did a pretty good job, actually. I think that last twenty five minutes job. so. Yeah. And and like like, I adore Twenty Eight Days Later, and yeah. I even like the sequel. But you know, and I'm I'm still to this day devastated that it's caught up in in legal shenanigans because, like, yeah. there's a fucking amazing TV series there. I, I completely agree. Yeah, I think you're quite. And right. It's called yeah. Twenty Eight yeah. Days Before. Yeah, or even Twenty Eight. 28 episodes. <laughs> like, yeah, 20. it literally tracks like the, if you did 28 days before, you could literally track the, the whole break, the point. You get why not even genuinely, if you're doing a one hour show, why not 28 hours later and you do the first 28 hours? Oh, see, it'd be amazing. There's so right. much, <laughs> so much you could do. With it. And unfortunately, yeah. it's stuck in fucking legal hell. Mm. Um, so, so yes, so all this. So, yeah, I'm also seeing men this afternoon. So I'm a little bit on the fence, right? I've read a couple of not reviews, but I've read like mm. headlines of reviews. One that says it's absolutely amazing, and one that says it's absolutely toilet. So it seems like it's going to have that <laughs> annihilation, like like split where you're just like. Uh, but I, I like Jesse Buckley. I like Roy Kinnear. I'm a I like... huge. Well, I'm a huge Rory Kinnear fan. Have you seen? So this is the thing I didn't know. Are you aware of the whole Rory Kinnear? thing in the film like yes what? he plays all the men yeah right i just did i didn't want to spoil it if you didn't know no because i didn't know the trailer second... dude <laughs> no 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 no. it's in the second trailer not the first trailer in the first trailer it was just jesse buckley and i think you had rory kidd's voice oh yeah i think, so the I think second trailer seen... they've literally and you given might have away seen the... one of i think you might have seen one of his characters in the first one yeah yes that's what was did. interesting yeah, and then the second one, you do see, yes, all of his different looks, or some of his different looks. Although, I think it took me two times of seeing the trailer before I twigged. That's cool. Like, the second yeah, time I'm, I saw I the trailer, interested. I was like... And uh... Jesse Buckley is great as well, so I'm very... Yeah. Yes, I'm very... I'm interested. I'm, I mean, And also, it's 100 minutes. Yeah, uh, my ex- my expectations set to low, but, you know... Yeah, yeah, I mean... Um, and and so, so today, look, we're going to have a bit of a, a, a Top Gun Maverick chat... Uh, mm-hmm. I want to catch up on Firestarter, which I believe you've seen as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about Con Air, because it is the 25th anniversary of the best in-action film ever made. <laughs> Con Air. Because <laughs> um, we've said this before, right? Con Air is an amazing film, but yeah. it is a really, really weird film that everyone thinks is this amazing action film. And there's like, there's, there's about, about nearly there's three about action ten, sequences yeah, in the whole film. I mean, except for the final, the final chase is really where there's actual action. And the like shootout the as well. In the, in the... Yeah, but even then, it's still not that big. But you're right. No. Okay, there's that. And there's that <laughs> tiny fight in the hangar and the little inciting incident fight at the beginning. I mean, there are little sporadic and the fight fights. fight the plane. Yeah, but yeah, there are sporadic. It's not, sporadic. A, it's not it's like... Two, um... Well, it's two hours and 12 minutes as well. Isn't it? It's quite a long film, but it yeah. doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like it. 
and it's it's so, it's brilliant. Um, yeah. So we can talk about that. Um, so let's do what we've most recently seen, ignoring uh, Top Gun and Firestarter, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about them separately. Um, I just gonna, I haven't seen any films, so I'm just going to talk through two really quick TV shows I've watched, other mm. than Strange Things. So we watched, um, we've just finished watching We Own This City, which is the new TV series oh, from John Simon and Johnny Burnham Burn. in it. Yeah. But um, obviously, more importantly, it's from David Simon, who did The Wire mm. and okay. Treme and like loads of other stuff. Um, it is a combination, it's like a combination of The Shield, The mm. Wire, and kind of, um, you know, it's, it's got that kind of mix to it. So if you like The Shield and you like The Wire, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> this is a good show. Obviously, based on True Story, it's six one-hour episodes. Done. That's great. That, I'll, I'll, definitely, I'll, I'll ask Niffy if she wants to. I'm sure she'll want to watch that as yeah, well, because we're watching the show, the show right now. So. It's six one-hour episodes, and it's done. And it's great. It's, it's really got that kind of... like It's hard to follow. This is not a show that you can sit there and watch while you're playing on your phone. Right. You right. have to watch this, because the first three or four episodes especially are telling a story that's partly in the past, in the future, in the, in the, like, it's all over the place. It has like about four or five different threads going on yeah. and it can be quite hard to follow, but right. really, really good. And we're... The wire, initially, <laughs> the, wire, the wire season one, it took me a couple of goes on the first couple of episodes before I could even understand what was happening. We watched the first four episodes three mm. times. Wow. Until yeah, I got to I get the episode where, where um, Buck and McNaughty were walking around the crime scene. Mm-hmm. And I quote, fuck. I can't remember fuck. which episode it is. I can't remember which episode it is, fuck. but it's an episode where, it might be the fourth episode. It was, it was an episode where Lance Reddick, uh, the cat, I guess he's the captain, I never remember, yeah. their, remember their positions. There's a whole thing where he's had to sign a thing saying uh, what the guy looked like when he was brought in the suspect. Yeah. And then you realise how bad the guy is and he tears it up and just leaves and then someone comes in. Like you're like, oh my God, and it's fantastic. That, that moment, I don't know which episode, I feel like it was episode four, something like maybe. Yeah, I think episode. ours was episode five. And you go, oh my God, like you just, oh no. Like, there is a moment it. where that penny drops, isn't there? Where it just goes yeah. ding yeah. and you go, oh. Um, yeah. But it's a hard show. To... So so that that's us, right? Like we own this city mm. and also Reacher. Um, yes. I'm five or six into Reacher now, and oh. I, I adore it. It's it's Banshee meets Justified, um, yeah. and and the guy that plays Reacher is just phenomenal. yeah, Alan Richardson. Alan Richardson. I've been a big fan of his for a long time. He was in a great TV show called Blood Drive, which was amazing about a car race across America where the cars run on human blood. It was a sci-fi. Oh, I think I watched thing. like the first episode it's of that, and I was like, amazing. This is terrible. It is terrible, but it's amazing. Like it's insanely, but like the, the level of violence, dude, it's fucking amazing. It's amazing. It was only his one elbows season. though in Reacher. When yeah. he el- when he like yeah, like he has that <laughs> default elbow move where he's just yeah. elbowing someone's head in, and yeah. you just kind of go like quite often you like you know this right? You see someone on film and you go, oh, he's a good he's a good stage fight. Like Tom Cruise, yeah. right? You watch Tom Cruise fight someone and you go. I get that they have made Tom Cruise look amazing in this, but in yes. real life, yeah, I'm not sure how hard he actually would be. Tom Cruise this... weighs the same as a girl. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I think he's really capable, and he yeah, looks yeah. really yeah. Like, make him look really good. But, but, and obviously it links because he played Reacher. But this guy, mm-hmm. this guy, like, yeah, you wouldn't fuck with him. You just, you'd be so stupid to fuck with him. And, and now you see, like, to... you see the film. You look back at the film and go. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise did an okay job, 
I think I really, I okay. I genuinely think the first Jack Reacher film was a good film, and I never cared about what Beach looked like. I just no. cared that I enjoyed the film. The second film was terrible. Like something went really wrong with the second film, and I, I don't even know where. I, I, I tried watching it a second time. It's <laughs> terrible. It looks cheap and, and all sorts yeah. of stuff. Whereas, because at the time when people were complaining what Tom Cruise looked like, it seemed to me the only person who could play Reacher would have been Dolph Lundgren, from what people were demanding. Yeah. It would be Dolph Lundgren, but that wasn't going to happen with no disrespect. Maybe the wrong. Rich, I don't think so. Not not from the actual description of Reacher. Because he's kind of not, walking no. tall, right? Well, kind, like, kind of, but, but in terms of what he looks tall. like. But if you go by the book, apparently, it would have been Lundgren. Or, but the point is, Alan Richardson, right? And so, first of all, um, Blood Drive. Secondly, he plays Hawk in title, as in Hawk and Dove from the Titans in yeah. the DC show. Fucking amazing, isn't it? Doesn't he play Aquaman like, amazing. as well? He did play Aquaman in Smallville, I think. I think the equivalent, yeah. equivalent of Aquaman. Um, but in particularly, Hawk, Hawk is a really interesting character. It's worth watching Titans if you've not seen it. It's very dark. But what they do with Hawk is he is a tough sort of psycho fighter, but also he's super vulnerable, very bruised. And um, and there's that, that's in Reacher as well. Like they, they keep he's it very levels, under the surface. Man. He's totally got levels. Yeah, he's there's definitely totally stuff got going levels. on. And he has. Yeah. Great chemistry with the cast. Um, yeah. You know, Willa Fitzgerald, who was in um, a Scream TV show, she was really yeah, good in that. She's great. she's great in this as well. Um, yeah. And she, I mean, the epi- I'm just at the episode where she found out that um, there was a link between the guy with the diamond cane and her past. I won't give too much away. Yes. And she yes. walks in and just smacks him. And she's not a big, yeah. although, no. Although I say she's not big, I remember like the, 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 scene between her and him in the shower and yes. i was like if they ever get together she's gonna he's gonna break her and he's i was like actually, actually she's quite like she's quite she must be quite tall because she's not that short against him no, no um, that's true. So she's really super convincing and i just i just thought the whole the whole show so far is great so i'm hoping it sticks to landing in the last couple it, of episodes. in my opinion in my opinion it does i think i'm sure i'm sure nifty would agree as well nice it's um it's terrific i just think it's terrific and i can't I wait more. for season two i want more yeah well, i can't wait for season two He's brilliant. So that, that's it. That's that's what I've been watching. Over to you, Ross. And then we'll get uh, yes, to Top okay. Gun. Well, in terms of TV briefly, the Shield rewatch is going extremely well. Good. We just watched Cupid and Psycho, which is an incredible episode and has a very surprising ending uh, where something that's been a running joke. For I, think, the I think you whole can probably show. say it. it's a 20 year old yeah. TV show, mate. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's the fact there's a running joke where they keep getting called to this woman, this, uh, yeah. dare I say, plump white woman who keeps sleeping with different black guys who keep arguing over her. And then there's the, this amazing bit in the middle where where one of them's written "ho" on her on her door, yeah, and, she, yeah. and they've spelt it H O E. And then the next time they go, someone's put an S behind it, so it's a shoe. Like that fixes it, which is amazing. And then it has incredibly deadly consequences at the end of this. Yeah, episode. it's fucking great. It's such a good show. It, it, it's, oh my it gosh! It's I was so talking excited about to keep it yesterday, it. and I genuinely think like. Like the the Sopranos is arguably a better quality TV show, but the Shield is the one that I could watch more. I also so, think the Sopranos has been watched. I think the Sopranos just generally has been watched by more people, which is why it's more in the consciousness. Yeah, with no me, dig, like, with no dig men. Like Sopranos is the one yeah. that people have seen over the Shield. The Shield general. holds up quite well as well. It's spectacular. It's three years old. So it is like spectacular. Also, I think the first series. Goggins looks so young in it. It's insane. Goggins is amazing. Goggins he looks so young. Is and Kenny Johnson as well. Ama- but Goggins yeah. is yes, amazing. Yes, he is. 
amazing. He is amazing. So, is so amazing. what's the last so, film? Sorry, here we go. Right, so films. Okay, aside <laughs> from Top Gun Maverick, the two most recent films, as in literally brand new films I've watched, are Memory, which will now go down in memory as the least shit action film Liam Neeson has made in the last 10 years or five, 10 wow. years, let's say. I mean, that's, that's, quite, some, that's quite some claim to fame after we've I spent mean, a lot of time talking about yeah. Liam Neeson's fucking crap. I mean, I mean, let's be true. The commuter was just genuinely entertaining for all the wrong reasons. Like the commuter's hilarious. <laughs> we not we really enjoyed that, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, so for all good. the wrong reasons. So was, the commuter um, was absolutely awful. Like toilet, but yes. it wasn't boring. But it wasn't boring. Like it was from, not boring. the more recent films. The recent, well, for, for, for probably for me, the more recent ones, I was I've stopped watching in twenty minutes, yeah. which is crazy. But but memory, first of all, directed by Martin Campbell. Well, Which is, right? you know, so, like, yeah, Goldmine, Casino Royale. Royale. He has done some other. He has done some fairly bad stuff in the meantime, but but he's, <laughs> he's well, he has unfortunately, but but this film is. I I know how it sounds. It's so, you if you watch on a train, you'll be like, yeah, it's all right. Like, and, and I don't mean that to sound all, like you'll go. That was fine. It's a six for me, mate. Like, I'm it's not, really not that bad. I finished all. Of, I finished all of those films, and I don't and know how you some did of them. It. I don't are, know how you did it. Some of them are the because uh, you know if you're on a train, what the hell? The so, no, just just to uh, just to kind of uh, to, to back up your your kind of Martin uh, Lawrence mm. makes bad films. Um, Green Green Lantern, <laughs> Edge of Darkness. Yes, Green but, uh, you know. Edge of Darkness wasn't bad by any means, but it wasn't anything memorable. Like Edge of um, Darkness, I remember watching going, yeah. The Foreigner. That see, that's where to me like that's that was that one where I watched it in New York, right? And and I was like, this is terrible. The whole the actual audience in New York were going, this sucks, right? Yeah, all the way through. And and then I came home to read all these ridiculous reviews online. Like people who love Jackie, understandably, go, it's amazing. I was like, it sucks. It it's, really just sucks. It's not good at all. It's and interesting. Also he, did like, the, um, he did the the protege, which unfortunately wasn't very good as well. He has made some terrible stuff. Yeah, he has mm. made two of the best Bond films. I don't quite understand how that yeah. works. Yeah. Um. And, well, I do. Probably. No, I do. I understand exactly how that works. Because on a mm. Bond film, the director, unless you're Sam Mendes, mm. the director doesn't really do. It's the producers, the basically. Stuff. Who, who, well, who like the second it. unit completely control the action and the action. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're Sam Mendes, you know the the effects. Unit... He did do. He did do Mask of Sorrow, which I loved. Yeah, and then he did. And then Legend um, was bad. Legend, Legend was bad. Sorrow, which was terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. So, it was really so bad. Cool. Yeah. So, so memory is is is. Memorable. Memory is solid. It, no, it's not memorable, unfortunately. It's solid. But what was really nice were the action scenes when they came around. There, there's, there's a number of action scenes. They're all very tight and yeah. like, like not overblown. And you can see it's him doing all of it, which really does make a difference, unless they've done some really clever jiggly pokery. And the, the choreography and things like that, it's just really nice. Like it's a really So when you see the fights, you'll be like, that's pretty cool. Like that shows you he can still do the stuff, you know? But can, um, can, 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 he, can he stop now? Yeah, I, I agree. I think this, this was is the guy. I think well, I think this might be the best it's going to get for him as well. So he just needs to stop it all completely. This was the guy that that was in like this, this was the guy that was in Schindler's List, right? Well, dark. I was going to say Dark Man, man. Fuck <laughs> Schindler's dark, List, Dark Man. But like, like, but he's not going to stop because he's got a film called Retribution coming up, which sounds oh, like an God. action film. He's got Marlowe, which is based on Philip. Oh, Philip Marlowe. Yeah, which I'm guessing is going to be an action film. Um, that could be that could be a detective thriller. That could be in, good. in the land that, of that sinners. Oh, what? Um, What's that? 
In a remote Irish village, a damaged Finbar is forced to fight for redemption after a lifetime of sins. But what price is he willing oh, dude, to pay? Oh, dude, Marlowe. Marlowe is actually a Philip Marlowe film, which is great, like a detective. And it is directed by Neil Jordan. That could be genuinely quite okay. good. Okay. Right. That could be I'll genuinely quite good. Uh, Alan Cumming. It's got a good virus stored in the yeah. A virus stored in a government facility gets out and wreaks havoc on the world. That's another shit one. Uh, Charlie Johnson in the flames. <laughs> Sorry. Let me guess. A political thriller about an American journalist who travels to Africa to hunt down a murderous colonel and bring him to justice. That sounds terrible. Uh, and Thug, uh, just announced. Um, an ageing San Pedro gangster attempts to reconnect with his children and rectify <laughs> the mistakes of his past, but the criminal underworld won't loosen their grip willingly yes Wait. ladies and gentlemen it's liam neeson has another five liam neeson films coming mm. Mm. did you see when derry goes though because he was amazing in derry goes yes i did he was fucking he's superb in that i thought he was superb uh, so in it, yeah. your other your other new film i have a new one um i watched last night which i'd heard about recently it's called emergency it's on amazon prime oh yeah yeah and yeah I, it's I have that really really interesting i won't get into it too much but it's a group of um, of guys on a night out. Uh, 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 what, do you, what do you call it? African American guys uh, in, a, in a frat house, essentially. Well, like yeah. college, college, I should say. And they're doing this thing called the Legendary, <laughs> which is a tour of different places. Uh, they have to do like seven places in one night. There's pressure on our good guy, like our nice guy, uh, kid who's like you know studying for exams and all of that stuff. The other one's a bit more of a loose wild wild card type thing. They they're faced with um, a situation where they come back to their place and there is an unconscious white girl there who's clearly yes. been like she's OD'd or something like that or drunk too because she's wasted and doing badly and their first instinct is to call 911 and then one of them says don't, don't do that what are you doing like what do you think they're going to think when they walk in here um and fair it, it, it makes it well and it, it kind of gives them all pause and then it's essentially how they deal with the situation and what's interesting is it, it's a film that sort of it keeps tapping into genre but it's not a genre film kind of it's it's hard to explain and, and i mean it in a good way like it's actually a really it's a in the end it's kind of a drama which a yeah. lot of the time i would say stick in with rob um but it's it's much more interesting. it's very compelling it's based on a short film of the same name directed by the same director and i think it did well in sundance or something and it might be a little bit like it's not it's not super long I feel like it kind of stretches the idea maybe a bit, but it's it's. I definitely recommend watching it. It's very interesting. It's very funny in places. Um, I think that it, it kind of there is message in it, but it's not too heavily hit. If that makes sense. Okay. So it's not too. You know what I'm getting at because it could be yeah, yeah. a bit too. Okay. And nice. I definitely, I definitely recommend. I recommend. And nice. Memory, by the way, if you just want to watch an action film and, and you're not too bothered. Memory, it, it kind of sticks for landing. Mate, I'm memory. up in London like yeah. three times this week. Well, once, mm. but probably three times. In I'm up there for three days. That's the word mm. I'm trying to say. I'm going to be doing a lot of travelling around, a lot of shite. Um, like, I'm going to need some from totally forgettable films yeah. to entertain myself with. And I don't think I could do much worse than that. Um, well, so no, that no, not, even wor not even worse. Like, it's not, it's just generally not about. And very quickly, my old, my old film, very oh, yeah, quickly, go again, I'm going to touch very briefly on two. Because we did Top Gun and Top Gun Maverick, uh, a podcast I listened to called Unspooled is doing an animation, animation, uh, and yeah. they did Porco Rosso, which I've never seen. Uh, and so, Ghibli film. So I think it's the first Ghibli film. It's certainly one of the first Hayao Miyazaki films. So, 1992. 
I'm going to give a bit of a bit of a bit of something that may shock some people here. Mm. I have never seen um, a Studio Ghibli film ever. I recommend starting with Laputa the Flying Island or Laputa Castle in the Sky. I don't know it's why they're just never interested. It's a beautiful film. You, like watch it with Emmy even. I think like Laputa yeah. is a really great movie. And it's Did a she... kind of an action adventure. It's not Okay. It's What's not, that called? Sorry? It's, a, it's called Laputa. L-A-P-U-T-A. And sometimes there's a couple of different subtitles. So it's Laputa uh, Island Castle in the Sky. Sky. There you Castle go. Sky, yeah. yeah. It's two really, hours four minutes. You Fucking trust me, you, trust me, you won't feel it. Okay. It's a really great, great movie. now. You should, you should, I, I guarantee you, uh, it was the first one I ever saw as a kid. Okay. I didn't even know it was Ghibli. I didn't even know about, man, you know, anime and stuff. I just watched it on TV. It is a beautiful, okay. but it's also, but it's also an action adventure. Like, so quite, I think um, like, okay, so there's action and it's not just. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a proper adventure film. And also Porco Rosso being about like a fighter pilot. It's great. It's a hundred minutes. Was it hundred? Maybe 95 minutes. We, we both love it. It's a really charming, beautiful movie. And Michael Keaton does the English dub. Nice. So it's really, it was, I was, I didn't know what to expect with it. <laughs> uh, I, I did it primarily because I've never seen it and because of the podcast and you know, all that sort of stuff. So I, you know, sometimes it's nice to fill in your blanks a little bit, your gaps a little bit. Um, yeah, totally. And I really, really liked it. And just very quickly, the last old film, we, like the most recent old film please, we watched Please tell me night, the one I think you're going to mention. It's The Shadow. Oh. What did you, oh, no, Cannonball Run 2 was the one before that. And we could talk about Cannonball Run 2 for about four hours. Uh, the Shadow is not a good film, Ross. No, I love it. Absolutely love it. Both love it. It's an eight out of ten. Yeah. Anyway. Here's the thing. When I saw, hang on, how long ago have you seen it? Because when I saw it as a kid, oh, I was much of a fan. Like, probably and I love it now. Out. Right, well, yeah, same. And I, at the time, at the time, I will say, yeah, I didn't particularly think much of it, and now I absolutely love it. I've seen it. We've seen it a few times. I think in the last year or so. So it's great. I've waited 36 years to talk to you about a Top Gun sequel. <laughs> and I... So, I so, so of the audience. <laughs> so, the, yeah, so of the audience. But, <laughs> like, like it is no... It, we talked about it last episode. It is no secret that I am a true Top Gun fan. Mm. Right? Like, I was there before everyone on that else. bus. Before <laughs> everyone else. In 1996, when everyone's like, oh, this movie's really rubbish, it's really gay, it's really this, it's really that. It's like, yes, it's all those things, and I love it. Um, and I, I, there were three people I wanted to get their reaction about this film more than anyone else, right? Like, mm. excluding my wife and daughter, but three people mm. outside of my immediate circle, right? One was my friend Matt. You know Matt. Matt's written yes. for us on the podcast, yes, been on the podcast before. Um, so Matt is a huge fan of Top Gun. So I want to see what he thought about it. And Matt loved it. Will. Now, Will is someone, I don't know if you, I've even talked about Will. Will is someone that I met when I was in my recruitment days. We wrote web reviews for the recruitment film, for the recruitment website. We had like an oh. intranet and we used to write films. And we got talking and we've, ever since then, we've texted each other <clears throat> probably every other day, pretty much for 22 years, maybe. Wow. Interestingly, we've never met. Really? Yeah. It's so Will's so almost like a pen pal. It's right, very right, strange. Right. So Will has some Will has some very, very, very strange views on films. Um, <laughs> for example, he 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 thinks Warrior is a is a 10 star movie. Warrior as in a Tom Hardy movie. Yeah. See, I've not seen it and it's a film I feel like I should watch at some point. I keep bringing I, it out to watch. I, I am 
I am not a fan. Um, I, it's, it's that thing of like a martial art, a mixed martial arts movie where the mixed martial arts is about as believable as the boxing in Rocky. Um, right. No diss on Rocky. Sorry, Rocky 4, I should say. No oh, you, mean the best, you, mean the, you mean the best Rocky? That's yeah, 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 the best Rocky. Like the best Rocky that has literally nothing to do with boxing, really. <laughs> um, it's just, you know, two guys trying to make love. Um <laughs> Anyway, so 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 we'll we'll have some. We don't. We definitely don't agree on a lot of films. We'll loved it. So that left one person, and and that is the person I've known longest, um, other than maybe one or two people in my life. Right. Literally, if I think about it, I don't talk to my brothers. My my parents have both passed away. You are probably, other than Phil, the person that I've that, that's been in my life the longest. Well, I, I wanted to tell you something, Phil. <laughs> this is our last episode. This is yeah. our last episode. <laughs> That's a good thing or a bad thing. Anyway, so, so no, of just... all the people that were left, yes. you were the one. Oh. I wanted to know what you thought, because I know that you're not the biggest fan of Top Gun, although you are coming around to Top Gun a little bit. No, 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 no. hang on. My, my line on Top Gun has never really changed. It's, it's really well made, and like, look, as it's really well shot, and I love the soundtrack, and that's about it. <laughs> it's, nothing really, <laughs> it's not much else to report, really. It's like I mean, that is kind of one it. day, and, and, we're also, going to have and, of, and it does have one of my favorite moments of all time, which is Iceman snapping his teeth at Maverick, which is just I love that. That is gay, it. it's gayer than seven guys sucking nine guys. Oh, is this just like, like we watched Top Gun recently, and I have to say, like, like, and by the way, the whole Quentin Tarantino like bit yes. from that he wrote, he's completely uh, wrong because well, he says, the wrong, he, says, he, says the wrong, he says the wrong line, doesn't yeah, he? He, he literally doesn't line. say the line that's in the film, yeah, no. No, like, no, it's a, it's a good scene. It's a, it's a really good scene in the movie, but it is the wrong line. Uh, yeah, but to make it a really good scene, you have to kind of say the right words, right? So, mm -hmm. so uh, when you went to see it this week, I have to admit to being slightly nervous because <laughs> I thought, like, there is a chance, because look, let's be honest, this film currently sits at 97% Rotten Tomato, Tomatoes from 300 mm. plus reviews. Yeah. Which is fucking phenomenal. 12 negative reviews and that's it. Um, yeah. And a 99% audience score. Yeah. Which is unbelievable, right? It's also, like, it's also un unlikely, isn't it, really? Even Kermode and Mayo both enjoyed this film. Yeah. Kermode even admitted to welling up. Like, yeah. like it, this film has had reviews unlike any action film I've ever seen. So... <laughs> Ross, and I know the answer because I you put it on Facebook. But for the dra <laughs> building drama for the podcast, right? Um, what did you Fields. think of Top Gun Maverick? I hated it. No, it was really good. And <laughs> it's kind of best I'm going to get cunt. <laughs> cunt. Um, <laughs> Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you and good night. Um, and that's it. No, that's it's last... really... And by the way, if you hated it, it, this would have been the last episode, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. No, we're done. <laughs> Just... I was like, I was, I was joking. <laughs> you got to smashing the room to pieces. Phil, I was joking. I was joking. Um, like, Nikki and I both loved it. It is, okay, Top Gun Maverick is exactly what films are supposed to be. Like, barring it being a little bit long in the running time, but it's, but it's not long. It's, it's not long. But just, it never barring, feels I would, I would just, I would just love a film to be 105 minutes and no more, that's all. Um, the soundtrack was fucking, I've downloaded the soundtrack immediately onto my phone, like, uh, from, Tunes By the way, the what a cock up! They haven't put that soundtrack on vinyl. What? That's his, I mean, I'll do. They'll do. They'll do it. They'll do it. Trust I know. They'll do a double. They'll like, do a double. They'll do a double release of it or something. But they'll like do, the original, still yeah. lives. Like was still lives in vinyl to this day. 
it's still a top iconic soundtrack, soundtrack, I believe. Yeah. I think it's Why would you not soundtrack. release it in vinyl? No. That just well, they, feels they're probably, stupid. They're probably waiting. They might be waiting for like the home release or something. I don't know. There, uh, there, 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 there's no way they're not doing There's no way they're not doing it. Um, I'm just saying. Uh, it, it's a, in my opinion, it's a more, way more enjoyable film for the first film. I, I, we, we were both, Niffy and I were both, maybe awestruck is too big a word, at just the perfection of casting Miles Teller. Oh like my it, God. Miles Teller as, as Goose Jr., Rooster, which is just a weird, like, it's a shame they didn't call him uh, Gosling. Because that would be really yeah. funny. <laughs> that um, would have been amazing. That would have been really amazing. Um, <laughs> would have, that would have been great. But, like, I'm convinced that, they, that he even, like, pitched his voice up a bit or something. I, Miles Teller is normally quite a low, his voice is much lower. Do you know what? If I, was, if I was Miles Teller's dad, Right now, I'd be phoning up Anthony Edwards and going, <laughs> yeah. we have to did talk. You my, <laughs> you know? Why did you fuck my wife? Why, when did you fuck <laughs> my wife? Because yeah, it's really When he walks in, mm-hmm. he's goose, like, he's Goosey's son. Yeah. There's no, yes. you don't look no. at it. And Immediately. But like, Immediately. You didn't even, if you'd have even slightly known Top Gun, mm. like he walks in, you didn't even need him to say who he was. Here's the other thing. They do things that would normally make, they do things that would normally bring you out. So they do things like they show him looking at a photo of his dad and Tom Cruise together, and you still believe he's his son. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, like if you, didn't, if you didn't show Anthony Edwards, maybe it kind of cocoons it a bit. You know what I'm getting at? Because you don't yeah. have the reference. No, they specifically keep showing you Anthony Edwards, and yeah. you still believe that Miles Teller is his son. And, and it, so here's a, here's a few, just very quickly, a few quick things that Niffy and I both, just in terms of really liking. Uh, the, the the flight chick, the chick on the team, I don't remember. Was it Trace? Oh, oh, Phoenix, um, Phoenix, Phoenix. Phoenix, Phoenix. Wasn't she great? We, first of all, she was great. But secondly, what was great was we didn't have two other guys fighting over her. No. Uh, no they point just, they was just it about her sexuality. Or... Right. We, we loved that Hangman was a dick, but was also And he was right. a dick to the end. He was a dick. He was a dick, but he was always right. Yeah, and good. to the end, yep. even when yep. even when what happens at the end of the film happens, we're trying not we to were convinced. We 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 knew that he would do what he did. What the whole we solo like, moment? Because, well, like, wasn't well, the whole well, end also, Star Wars? Well, because because but, but they foreshadow it really well. Yes, it is Star Wars. The trench attack, for God's sake, is like, yeah. the two miracles. That's but that was all great. But it was a fact that like you know why they call him Hangman? It's because he always leaves you hanging. It was yeah. We knew we knew he was gonna. Something back. Right? By the way, look, so I'm just going to say for the record, yep. there's going to be spoilers from this point onwards on top. I, I mean, I'm going to try not to. I don't think, I don't no, think I, there's a couple things. of things okay, I specifically right. want to talk about. Fine. So one of the other things there will love, be some just, spoilers on this. Okay, fair enough. The other thing we loved was, well, the thing that I loved particularly was, I loved that they kept telling us the rules and then stuck to them. Like, like they kept saying the mission, which you don't yeah. have to do all the time, but they did it in really interesting ways. And we keep seeing them fail, which I thought was really great. And then the way that, that Cruz proves his worth in the end, is to do it and sort of break the rules a little bit uh, by, by, by the, the amount of time they have. And I thought that was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I, loved, I loved when it kind of goes a bit hyper-real later on, like in terms of when it all goes wrong and then they have to... Like, I loved all that. I thought the action movie bit, the last sort of 25 minutes, was, was fantastic. Because they were try- they were, I feel like they were trying to keep it away from being that for a long time. Yeah. And then it, but then it paid off. Like, it might not have paid off, but it paid off and it didn't really, pay really off well. in, a, in a cheesy kind of no, like, not really. like, like you know, it paid off in a situation that that was that felt realistic, right? Relatively, like, I mean, I was saying it was a little bit, it was a little bit OTT, but I, but I didn't, yeah, care. I loved it, I loved it anyway. 
Um, I love that they sort of save each other's lives. Yeah, all of that stuff. Like, and I there's all about nothing it. like it. Like, going, going no. back to Phoenix, by the way, like, yeah. I love the fact, yeah, you're right. There was no, there was no competition over who was going to get win her over. There yeah. Was, like, yeah. there was, she was a member of that team and there was yeah. a degree, a couple of degrees of sexism from one of the, from mainly sure. from the hangman, right? Mm-hmm. But that was kind of like, it was almost good to have that because you'd almost expect to see some of that from. Well, they 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 they, 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 smack, they, they, well, but they 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 bust each other's balls all the time, so it should be. Yes, that. that's exactly. Yeah. What it should be. and I mean, she was great. I thought, I thought, like um, the cast. I mean, let's just talk for the casting. Right? Cast overall were great. John Hamm. Ed Harris, right? Let's oh, Ed start with Ed Harris. Ed Harris, like the moment in that very first Top Gun trailer where it cast mm-hmm. Ed Harris, and you basically get that whole speech. I yeah. was just like. I was just like, that was amazing. And when you see it in the film, and just yeah. the vitriol in in his yeah. voice, and yet, Captain, <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, you hate him so much. And like, yeah. like the bit where he's overseeing the Dark Star flight, and like, and the, yeah. I was like, I was also so pleased that that was the beginning of the film, and yeah. that wasn't some yeah. weird fucked upness at the end where he goes into yeah. space like I, Fast yep. and Furious Nine. Yes, like I'm with you. I was like. That was a week. So they kind of got, they kind of did the cool test pilot thing and they got that out of the way. And then it was like, but let's just talk about the opening. Okay. They literally recreated the entire opening of Top Gun. Yes. Yeah. The, the very opening. Yes. The did you side. notice yes. two yes. things? One, it was men and women of the Navy. Yes. So they just changed it slightly. I'll be honest with you. I didn't particularly notice that, but I don't care. That's good. I thought it was good. No, I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought it was uh, great. Really nice updating. Second thing, and this was something that touched me in a way that I never genuinely thought you could touch me in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how we go. Mm-hmm. Um, um, wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, go on. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a Jerry Bruckheimer production. It was no, a it was Simpson Bruckheimer it was, production. Yes, I thought it was fantastic. It was the old Simpson Bruckheimer logo and stuff. Oh, and, and also I was the like, opening title's logo, the other font. Yeah. It was the it's ident- font. I literally turned yeah. to Zoe and I was like, that's the same font. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I could tell people in the cinema were like, you are sad. Oh, yes, I am. Great. Um, it, but great. yeah, the Simpson Bruckheimer. I was like, mm-hmm. Don Simpson has been dead a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Like, a very long time. He died like pre Con Air. Yeah. Yes, he did. So, he was, he was, well, maybe when it was in production, it was definitely pre Con It was pre Con Air. Uh, Don Simpson dead. Mm. Don Simpson died in 1996. So, yeah, oh, the six. year before Con Air, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so to have that at the beginning. Um, so, yeah, Ed Harris, brilliant. Like, like, like um, the guy that plays Hondo is. Yes, he's fantastic. He was fantastic. I love how he was always in his corner. Yes, it was always in school, and and also just very quick again. I think that Niffy brought up specifically was the age appropriateness of Jennifer Connolly. Yes, um, and uh, by the way, fifty one, Jesus Christ! And, wow, and also oh, like, Cruz fifty eight, Jesus Christ! There, there, there's um, a, uh, age appropriateness. Yeah, like like was it May? Or someone points out when they're in bed together. Yeah, and there's that intimacy, mm-hmm. the, like the post sex scene with them. Yeah, like they both have wrinkles. They're both yes. of yes. that age. And do yes. you know what? They both look. If, if I was they in the middle spe- of that sound, they looked, listen, they look spectacular. Yeah. Would, <laughs> wouldn't you just jump in the middle of that sound? Wouldn't you yeah, be totally. the, the meeting that sound? Like, like, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I have no issue. This, this you know, in fact, no, no, to no, be no, fair, no. that would be a bit of a dream for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But here's the thing Nikki pointed out 
it wasn't just their age appropriateness that was one thing secondly the sex inverted commas sex scene was mostly about pillow talk and intimacy yes. which was lovely i mean i i, I missed a little bit back because that was my toilet break i thought as soon as they got together it was, it was like, a grown-up moment wasn't it but it was it was a grown-up moment and also the other bit was um they established very quickly that the ex-husband is off you know what i mean like well, they did it very quickly and very cleanly but so she's you know what I'm getting at? There wasn't any yeah, like, she, oh, so yeah. how is your husband who you yeah, were with? Yeah, yeah. You know, all that, none was, of that stuff. It was and, and the simple. moment when when she hurries Tom out the window mm-hmm, because she mm-hmm. doesn't want it to be a one night, like yeah. her daughter to yes. have a one night stand. Yes. And you know what's going to happen. Yes, of course. But they play That's when I came back here. That's when I came so back beautifully. Here. It was beautifully and done. Like, and also, sorry, the God. kid was great. One of the things I, she was great. One of the things I really liked was the, um, how do I say it without sounding condescending? Jennifer Con. It wasn't a situation where our hero uh, doesn't know what to do, and then the, the woman comes in and saves him. She yeah. she does she does give him support and encouragement and confident like he can confide in her. But it wasn't a thing where like the hero's like washed up until the no. woman says, "I know you can do it, man." And- and and the, or, in fact, or in fact, fly, or in fact, but, but another a Marvel film would have had Jennifer Connelly fly in herself because she yeah. teaches him how to sail, right? Like maybe but she comes with on the, the phone and says, "It's going to be terrible." She doesn't need him. No, no, no. So, that's no, right. No, you, she's completely independent. The, listen, the way he meet, he, she we, when we meet her in the bar, when we meet boats. her in the bar, the ringing the bell thing both times was fucking excellent. Yes, she sells boats. Yes, she she's, sells boats. She's yeah. on, like she yeah, take, she she has one up on Maverick for the fact that he's in the navy and he doesn't know how to sell a boat. Yeah. Right? And but like <laughs> for, for people that don't know, because this is one of the best. This is one of the best things about this this moment that that character. Right in the first film, they reference like like they reference the flyby thing and they go mm. um by by four air traffic control towers and one admiral's daughter and goose says yes. penny benjamin right and you don't get her surname in this film no. at all until the end credits. No. No. but that is penny benjamin that's the the, yeah. the woman that that maverick has been lusting after for yeah. a long time yeah and that's brilliant because she's 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 her own woman she's forged her own path she's yeah, like she's she's, even, she's, she's already controls, defined yeah, and she controls yeah. the relationship. She's like, you know, Mav, like, let's not do this again because it always ends up, we always end yeah. up in the same place. So she's, she can, tr- and I love, she's a great character. She's not in it yeah. loads, but when she's no, in it. No, she's not. But that's a good thing. Like, it's done. She's not servicing uh, the ego of the right. hero. Exactly. And and also, and also, she, like you say, she doesn't need him. He's not, like, completely reliant on her, like, the same no. as whatever, you know, a fragile ego or so. I don't know, whatever and it, it is. Felt, and Tom but, it's inter- is, but there is intimacy there. And, com- yeah. and confidence as in confiding in each other. And I just really love that. That was great. And Tom Cruise has, look, let's be honest, Tom Cruise has a history of not really having chemistry with his female lead. No, I totally. It's, we, we, we talked about this too. The fact that they managed to skillfully remove, like, the Kelly McGinnis thing. I think Niffy said it was the line where he says, where they say something like, he lasted two or three months as an instructor. Yeah. So you just clearly assume all of that stuff just got wiped out then. Yeah, you don't have to. And, you don't have to quite, You know what? You don't have to dig into it as well. And Meg Meg Ryan's character, Goose's mum was uh, Goose's mm. wife had passed away, and mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was great because actually that serviced the story really well because that drove what that drove what uh, what Maverick did to to Rooster. Yes. yes. But at the same point, Maverick was never willing to tell Rooster that because he didn't want right. Rooster to to, uh, to kind of look bad at his mum. Like obviously he'll find yeah. out when he watches the film, but um. Well. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> but if I remember correctly, that doesn't even come up when he finally confronts him about it. No, when, he doesn't. When, when he's it's like, never kept me out of the thing. Yeah, he never said because your mum asked me to. No. He just, he, he he just takes, says, he just, ta- he just takes yeah. it, is what I mean. Like, he just takes it and goes, yeah. Uh, so, like, great. like um, John Ham, John Ham. He's great. Oh, my God. And like, he was a dick, but again, a human dick. I thought a it was human great. dick. Even at the end, yeah. he was like, when he nods, he was kind of like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hangman was great. Um, Bob he was, was great. a brilliant character. Bob was fantastic. And I have to check something here because I meant to do it. His surname is Pullman and he looks like Bill Pullman. And I was wondering if he's related to Bill Pullman. Oh. Is his name Alex Alex Pullman or Alex Pullman? Hang on. Um, I'm just going to check this up while we're talking. Oh, Alex, this, is it? This, this makes good radio. Um, yeah, 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 guys, we're racing to find out. Alex, yeah, think, it is It is Bill Pullman's son, I think. It is. That's amazing. Oh, great. That's I didn't amazing. Oh, Lewis, Lewis Pullman. Sorry, Lewis Pullman. Lewis Pullman he, is. He does look like Bill Pullman. He does. They've got a photograph. You're right. You're right. His so- parents, are, his parents are Bill Pullman and Tara Pullman. That's great. Yeah, and they've got a fo- they've got a picture of, of Bill Pullman in um, Independence Day and Bob right. in Top oh, Gun, I see. and they're the same yeah. fucking person. That's amazing. That's really funny. Um, yeah, he really does look like Bill in the glasses with his hair. And, so it looks, looks just, a lot like him. Can we just mention Val Kilmer? Uh, yes. Like Tom Cruise said, he would not do this movie without Val Kilmer. Yeah, and it's very respectful. Oh, it's very it very is, respectful. Beautifully done. Also, there is nothing funnier than the concept of Iceman and Maverick texting each other. That was really clever, though, because like, I mean, if you, again, pointing this out, but like they're texting, but why wouldn't they be texting buddies? Yeah, why wouldn't they? But it's, it's really you know what I mean. It's just the weirdest thing to see, like Iceman and Maverick texting. texting. And I'm like, yeah, that's really smart. Um, yeah, I thought that. Like, so there's a moment in the sec- in the most recent trailer that I fucking hated, and it's oh, John right. Ham going. You're only here because of um oh um, right because of um Admiral Kazansky, aka yeah. Iceman. And I'm like, yeah. please tell me that's not a line from the film, because that is it the funkiest fucking line in it the It wasn't world. in there, was it? It's not in the film. It was, no, it wasn't in the, the trailer. Film. And I was that's like, ah, oh, thank you. That's I really hated good. That line so much. Yeah, I agree. But, um, I forgot about that. The fact that Iceman has been protecting Maverick all these yeah. years. Yeah. That was beautiful. Genuinely Even the little beautiful. scene. There's like a 25 second or 30 second scene with the wife, Sarah. Yeah. And that tells you everything you need to know. Everything. It's really, really, really well done. Like really, really well done. But there's just something about like after that, after that like incident and everything between them and the death of Goose, which was Iceman's fault to this day. I still swear it's Iceman's Mm. fault, right? Like, (laughs) but like Iceman has been protecting Maverick, looking after him. Like, being his guardian angel. And I thought that was just a, just a beautiful story beat. That, like, yeah. they've become these... And that moment where they're like, you know, we, who's the best pilot? And Tom Cruise just... Uh, Maverick just does that whole... Yeah, let's not spoil the moment. Don't ruin a beautiful moment. <laughs> yeah, that's really it's funny. This, oh, he, says, he, he says, this has been a nice moment. Let's not spoil it. Yeah, so not spoil it. And they both smile. And do you know what? My yeah. heart just went... Yeah. I, that was a moment that almost got me. That was a moment where I, was, I had yeah. a proper tear in my eye and I was just like, oh. so look, fast forward right to the end. I just want to talk about one more bit and then we'll, we've got to crack. Mm. We're never going to get to Conair at this point. Um, Conair's 25. <laughs> Yay, done. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> um, but like, so after everything happened and, and I thought for a moment Tom Cruise had been killed off and I realised Tom Cruise never dies in movies. No. And then Goose gets grounded and they're going to the, 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 the unnamed foreign na- nations um mm-hmm. Can I just uh, quickly say, can I just quickly on this point, 
I've seen things online about why don't they say that I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> we never see any, we only ever see like um, Stormtrooper style helmets. We never see um, like, you know, their face, like their skin color or whatever the hell it is. Who I didn't care. Cares? It made, it was irrelevant. I think people trying to make it, people are trying to, right, exactly. It could be China, it could be China, it could be anything. But I just, it doesn't, like, and I know that there's been some discussion about, you know, making it apolitical or whatever. I was like, it doesn't matter. It's not about that. No. It's not, it's not Red Dawn. They're not making Red Dawn 3 or whatever. It's just that they are the enemy. They could just be a, they could just be terrorists. It doesn't, we don't, it doesn't matter. Um, so after all that, right, they, they get there. And as they're walking towards the, air, air, the, 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 um, uh, the base, I did, yes. in my head, I'm like, they have F-14s at that base. Are uh, Goose and Maverick going to team up? Uh, like, are Rooster and Maverick going to team up and fly? And the next thing you know, they're flying out in an F-14. And at yes. that point, I was just like, I was so in love with this film because the F-14 is the best looking plane ever. Next, but the, just the uh, idea of taking it back to a dogfight is so. It was such a good idea. It's it was so such smart. a good idea, and and yeah. having them at such a disadvantage. So it was purely yep. about yeah, underdog, underdog. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's about the guy in the box. Yeah, the pilot and in the box. and like just the fact that you had Rooster and Maverick in a plane yes. together. Of course. After and I was just like amazing, and then they did the flyby at the end. They did the yeah. the celebration on the aircraft character carrier. Um, Tom Cruise flew um, Jennifer Connelly in his own plane. I loved that. I loved by the way, that. that was great. Um, yeah, and then the film ends in the same way that the original ends with the great. same type of credits. By the way, um, I, you may or may not be a fan of James Corden. I, it, it's almost irrelevant. Watch the watch the bit from the Late Late Show with James Corden oh, okay. and Tom Cruise, where Tom Cruise okay. takes it takes up James Corden in that plane and then in a fighter jet. Wow. And, you will see. We haven't even touched. Well, not dude, we, haven't, jet, we haven't even touched on. We haven't even touched the fact that the actors did their own flight. Oh, I mean, yeah. We haven't even touched on that. It's incredible. They're in it's the incredible. planes. Amazing. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. I can't wait to see the Blu-ray with all the behind the scenes on this. Oh God, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, just to see how they were. They 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 did it because obviously they didn't fly the F eighteen Hornets, right? But they were in the F eighteen Hornets. Right. Um, it doesn't. Yes. Exactly. It's amazing. Like, like I, well, surely each one of them needs to be sat down, tied to a chair, and this question asked of them: How did you not shit yourself? No, I think some of them did. Um, How did the you point, not shit yourself? More to the point, Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise, basically got the director to shoot it in that kind of way, realistic. Yeah, he yeah. got the actors to do it, <laughs> exactly. and he got the studio to back it. Yeah. I mean, that is a fucking bundle of crazy right there. I mean, I mean, talk about potentially dead actors. Like, like, like just yeah. potentially dead actors. All of them so, potentially dead actors. So, and I'm going to link this to, 20, to, to the Con Air in two seconds, right? But mm. firstly, it's the film of the year so far, right? Yeah. It, it, it is, because it is, because there's, listen, there's got some competition, but I, I'm not joking when I, I underline the sentence. Maverick is what films are supposed to be and yeah. have not been for a very long time. And I'm not talking about 80s. I'm talking about films. Yeah. For writing so, the characters. Those characters, listen, that everything. film could have stayed, that film could have stayed in the bar. Yeah. I know how I'm saying That film could have stayed in the bar and the characters were fucking fantastic. 
You it could have stayed. It could have stayed on the ground in the training room. You know, the room. The one yeah, honestly, thing, it was really fucking good. The one thing I say about Top Gun, right? For all of its faults, you knew from the first couple of moments in the bar in Top Gun who every mm -hmm. character was. Yes, absolutely. It defines its characters. Don't get me wrong; the characters are not necessarily deep or meaningful. No, but well, it no, defines its characters brilliantly. Yeah. And Top Gun Maverick does that straight away. The moment she calls him Bagman. You're like, yeah. okay, I know, I know who you are in this film. Yeah. Like, like, and like, it's brilliant. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw this to Conair. We we don't have any time at all, unfortunately, to, to kind of dig deep on this. But Conair was another brilliant. I'm done. <laughs> it's another Dumb. action film or another kind of film like Top Gun Maverick, where it's not about CGI or kind of you know visual effects or blue screen. It's yeah. Don't get me wrong. There was some letter, there was some um, model stuff, but they actually crashed a plane into a fucking building, mm -hmm. effectively, and into an old casino at the end of Con Air because they were they were told that there was a casino being pulled down, and they were like, "Do you want to do something with it?" And Bruckheimer was like, "Duh!" Like, but Con Air <laughs> is another one of those films where it's all real. It's yeah. there. You feel it, right? Like, it's a set. It's not a fucking green screen. It's like shots of planes and people hanging from planes and cars falling out of planes. And it wasn't CGI, it was real. And that for me is why Con Air has endured for 25 years as one of my favorite in action, action films ever made. Yeah. 25 years, yeah. doesn't that make you feel old? Hmm. Say something on Con Air, Ross, what do you think about Con Air? Con Air's awesome. Anyway, next. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's and it's 25 years. So like go and watch Con Air because it's great. But it, it, I think it links really well with this Top Gun Maverick thing of um real action, right? Like meaty feel that action there. Yeah. And absolutely. a great cast, all well defined, all well defined characters as well. Yeah. And, and then no question. And do you know what else came out in 2000, 2000 uh, 2000, uh, sorry, 1997 right. was a hell of a year for film. Yes. Right? Breakdown, Kurt Russell. I love that movie. Tomorrow Never Dies, which actually is not as bad as I remember it. It's definitely, yes. I, I, that's exactly how I will uh, label it, <laughs> yes. Event Horizon, which I know you are much more of a fan than me. Very true. Jackie Brown. Amazing. Yeah, totally amazing. those best films. Conair, Dante's Peak. Not amazing, but still good fun. I love that film. <laughs> LA Confidential. That's incredible. One of the best films of its generation, probably. Mimic, which I like more and more and more the more I watch it. Yeah. Uh, conspiracy, uh, conspiracy theory is crap. Um, yeah, terrible. Good, Good Will Hunting. Okay. Men in Black. Yep. Austin Powers. Great. I know what you did last summer, which is not a, oh. like a landmark film, but it's no, but it's fun. a big. It's still a, this is still a big year. This is a big yeah. year. Batman and Robin, love it. I love it. I don't care, but you have the, to watch it with the frame of a sixties TV show. You do uh, the Jackal, which is not a great film again. No, but it's, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's all right. It's um, all right. Wishmaster, which was fun. I love. I love Wishmaster. I, I love the first um, two. Funny Games, which is you know. I, a, I don't like film. that film, but yeah. Starship Troopers. Excellent. Face movie. Off. Fuck it now. Air Force One. I love that movie. <laughs> the Borrowers. 
Mm-hmm. John Goodman. Is that a John Goodman? Yeah, oh, John Goodman one. Copland, mm-hmm. as good as it gets, right. Liar Liar, and Mouse right. Hunt. That's fucking crazy. That's a really amazing year. And also Double Team. I love Double Team. And <laughs> The Fifth Element. <laughs> and Anaconda. Fuck. How do they fit all these films in one year? That's crazy. And, uh, Cube came out in, in 1997. Did you, did you know that there was a Japanese remake of Cube from a couple I of years did ago? Not. Donnie fucking Brasco. Yeah. I mean, that's not its official name. Um, yeah. Titanic <laughs> came out in 1997. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. Inventing how the Abbott Tyler. I was obsessed yeah, with how Tyler. Do we, how do we fit these films? I was a student, so I, I was getting like, um, America no, from they, Paris, did, which I'm the only had, person yeah. in the that likes. No, I quite like it, except for the CGI lions, because they're not people. That was weird. Um, Alien yeah. Resurrection, again, big quite, film. You might not like I quite it. Like, I quite like Devil's it. Advocate. I love that movie. Screen 2. This is Spawn. crazy. Oh. Yeah, okay. Um, Operation Death, uh, Operation Delta Force 3, clear target. I actually quite like that movie. <laughs> I knew you fucking would. <laughs> it's a fun, it's a fun action movie. All of those Operation Delta Force because they're not Delta Force. There, yeah, Operation Delta. They're, they're all really enjoyable, and you'll recognise loads of people in them. They're, they're oh. proper boys, but I tell you what, they are like three strike back, strike back. Yeah, yeah. For real. by the they're way, three other films um, well, that I've not mentioned: Contact, which again is a huge huh? film, like or like not. Um, uh, there's um, Scream Two. We said that. Yeah. Oh, have I? Sorry. Yeah. Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. I love it's that like, movie. It's a lot of fun. It like, like a this is tu- a... it's a big. Do you know what? It's a big touchstone year. That yeah, year. there's a lot of touchstone going on in that. I it's mean, that is that is, and it, like, there's loads of shit as well, like uh, Mortal yeah, Kombat, but... Annihilation, The Postman, Amistad, <laughs> which I was never a fan of. Um, no. Gridlocks came out and Chasing Amy. Fucking hell! Oh, oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's a crazy film. And yet, the one film we all remember is. Um, uh, Conair. Um, mate, there's one thing the I just want remember to talk is uh... Uh, I forgot. <laughs> one thing I do want to talk about really quickly, yeah. uh, and then okay. we'll sign off. Um, you saw Firestarter, right? 2022 Firestarter. We need an hour on Firestarter. <laughs> we so the good things about Firestarter are. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, it's a relatively short running time, but it doesn't feel short, unfortunately. Uh, it feels so long. I will say, I will say, well. I will say, Zach Efron is good in it. Yeah. And I can't remember who plays the mum, she's good in it. It was lovely to hear Malcolm McDowell's voice at the beginning. And I liked, because I watched the 1984 Firestarter the night before. Which is terrible, and by the way. It's not, well, it's not terrible, but it's very flat, with no disrespect to Mark Lester. The best thing about that is Drew Barrymore, and she's really good in it. And uh, um, David Keith, for example, the guy who plays the dad, is really good in it. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and also George C. Scott. I mean, there's a, there's a few, and Martin Sheen, there's some good it's, it's not a good film, though. It's not a good it, film. It's very it flat. It's very, it's very tele- televisual. And the thing that the new one does, at least, is it kind of amps up all the, like, the set pieces, right? It does do that, but it's not very successful. One of the things I liked about it in the updating was I liked how, you know, when you see all the, the people being interviewed in the first film about, yeah. like, the Twitter subjects, the, the video interviewing at the beginning was actually quite clever, but I was amazed that they only did those two and not some other people. That was really strange to me that they didn't. So, but I quite liked that, that idea. And then... Blows so hard 
from the, like there's there's the girl playing her is pretty good. She's no Drew Barrymore, but she's pretty good. She's got, yeah, she's okay. She doesn't she doesn't in fact the cast pretty much don't do themselves any disservice or anything. But it's I feel like every I feel like either they cut half an hour out of it, like like, like half an hour, whereas and what, I what I mean by half an hour, what I mean by half an hour is like every other minute. Because 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 <laughs> I don't know about you, I kept going, what's happening now? I understood what was happening a minute ago. I don't understand where they are or what they're doing. What? Okay, I get that. What's happening now? Like it really was like every couple of minutes, it was like they cut something out of it. Yeah, including at the end. Where, and it was admirable. But they tried to make this kind of final act, you know, where she kind of goes to break her dad out and all that stuff. That was kind of cool. That kind of, I'm, I'm just trying to give it some, you know, like there was, there was some. That idea is cool, but she's going. To, it's almost like an X Men type film, right? Like, what are they trying to make? What is it? And like the sacrifice Sacker film makes it is pretty good. Like there's there's a handful of moments in what I think was a 95 minute film, I think. Like but it just it blows. It's really bad. It was it was really disappointing because it's a Blumhouse film, isn't it? And yeah, well it's really I... disappointing to see how low some of their films now. I used to be a big a big fan. And I, overall, I love what they, just overall, overall, I still love their mission, you know, like the, the five million dollar ish yeah. budgets, the purge movies, except for the thing that really started to really down me on them is the latest purge, the, 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 the forever purge, which I just watched going, I this is really, I, if, maybe if I'd have watched it on telly, because the purge TV show was not bad, you know, but the, the way the forever purge played out in the cinema for me was, I just don't care. Yeah, but maybe I'm really feeling Grillo's absence. I don't know. Grillo really does help in those two things. But even the first purge, I really like the first purge a lot, because it kind of became almost like um, like black exploitation type action movie, which I thought was a great idea, really good idea. Um, Forever purge for me, just I love the idea of it, because how do you how do you play with this idea, right? The idea that there's going to be some people going, no, we're going to do this forever now. And it's quite a cool idea, and I just think it doesn't work. I just don't think it matters. It doesn't, it kind of, it, it doesn't, unlike the other Purge films, it just doesn't seem to have anything to say. The other yeah. Purge films do at least have some, even if it's a bit obvious, dare I say, Romero-esque messages. You know, like, I think they did a really good job over all of those films, the, the first four or five or whatever, which is pretty impressive when you think about it. Um, but no, and, and so, so that was the first one where I went, uh, and then subsequently I've seen a couple of others. I can't even name you which ones they and, are. And those just gone, movies they right. did were just... Oh, I haven't seen any of them yet. I haven't seen terrible. any of them yet. I really feel like I need to sit down with them, but yeah, you've sort of put me off them a little bit, but I feel like I should try, you know, just, just to give them a go. But I feel like I'm going to be disappointed. But the yeah. difference is I'm not in a cinema, maybe I can just work while I've got them on and maybe they're okay. You know, that's not a, that's not a, uh, that doesn't save them. You know? So I'm getting a little bit concerned about, the thing that I'm hoping for is, is Happy Death Day 3 or whatever the hell it's going to be, because I'm hoping that kind of brings the quality up, but maybe it won't. Oh my God. And, and if you're playing uh, Ross and Phil talk movie bingo, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but those two films stand out as being great, both they do, great no, no, they, they, they're genuinely, genuinely great. Really, um, interesting. yeah, look, it was, um, I watched it, and I was, you know, when you watch something, you're just gonna go, you get halfway through, and you're just kind of like, I, I realized I've stopped watching it. I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm on my phone, uh, I just, I just don't care anymore. And I think yeah. that's the problem, right? We, we, when you get to the point where you just like, you just don't care. And it's, like, there's so much screaming care. in it as well. Like she screams every time she uses her powers. And after a while, you kind of go, oh, I just, yeah. 
And it reminded me, there was this film. I, you know when you go, I'm sure I've seen a film, but I don't remember the title because it's so unmemorable. But it was about a girl with superpowers, and it was called, I realised what it was called, it was called Morgan. Oh, from about yes, five, yes, From yes. about five years ago, maybe. You know, yeah, like I remember Morgan. Maybe ten years ago. Um, and it was almost <laughs> the same idea. It's almost the same story. It's almost the same story because it's like a girl with power. It's 2016. And like, it, none of it, nothing what happened mattered. Nothing that she did mattered. It didn't, none of it. It was only a Taylor Joyous Morgan. I didn't even remember that. No. Yeah, it was. Brian wow. Cox, Paul Giamatti, Jason, Jennifer Jason Lee, Michelle Yeah, had a good cast. I didn't even remember that it was Anya Taylor Joy. Um, and I just remember it being like, yeah, she's a she's got powers. And it really felt like she's wearing a hoodie and it's all sort of miserable. And I remember watching, when I say remember, I remember nearly nothing about Morgan at all. What I do remember is watching it going, I literally don't know what's happening and I don't care whatsoever. Like it doesn't, none of what I'm watching it's 92 minutes as well. You think again, I'd be like, oh, that's all right. It really blew. Morgan really blew. And it, and a bit like, you know, when we had, um, what was our worst of the year? And it was the cold light of day. We'd all forgotten we'd watched it. We forgot we'd actually seen it. Yeah. We, were saying it was some, we said a really obvious bad film, whatever that was. I know we've got it. I think it was a Transformers film. And I was like, and I went to like, no, you know, the worst, you know, the actual worst film. <laughs> like, it's because and, we, and, we went, and we all went, oh, fuck, yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah, and that, that made it worse because it wasn't as bad as Transformers film, but it was utterly forgettable making but it the worse. But the fact we all completely forgot about it. Yeah, and that Morgan definitely falls into that. Morgan definitely falls into that trap. And Firestarter, I think if you watched Morgan and Firestarter back to back, you probably wouldn't be able to remember which one was which, except well, there's more fire and fire. Like, just to, just to finish up on this, and like mm. when we did our roundup of the year last year, I'd forgotten that Fast and Furious Nine came out. Like, Right. How the fuck yeah, do right. you forget that Fast and Furious 9 comes out? That's true. I'd completely, I'd forgotten that you forgot that. Yes, you're right. It was such a, a one of the biggest films of the year, unquestionably, and not much and I good. completely but, forgot you know, it came out. Because it's not much good. That's yeah, the main problem. I just don't care. That's why, so Ross, that's why Fast 5 works, and this, that one doesn't. Yeah, totally. So, Ross, where can people find out uh, more about you, my friend? If you just quickly, the tagline on Morgan on the poster is "Don't let it out." <laughs> Girl, what the fuck? Jesus Christ, it's so bad. Look at the poster of Morgan on IMDb. Go and look at the poster for Morgan, right. and you'll be oh. like, "I, I don't care what this is at all." Oh God, I've got like, um, hold on, Morgan. What was the year? Was it twenty sixteen? Yeah, you have to actually. You can't even find it straight away, right? It stands at a staggering 5.8 on IMDb. Wow, that's um, isn't that the most depressing post you've ever looked at? <laughs> like, just, just isn't any, just doesn't look like anything, just doesn't look Price, like anything. It's got, um, it's got um, Brian Cox, Paul Jim, and you telling Kate Mara, Rose yeah. Leslie, Toby yeah. Jones. Boy Michelle Yeoh, Brian Cox, yeah. Paul Giamatti, yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee. I don't remember I've any seen of it. this film. And yeah, I, I gave it a five. Saw. There you go. Um, well, that's you how go. average it was. Well, Ross, where can people find out more about yes, you, my friend? There you go. Right. So it's uh, at Ross Boyas for all the social <laughs> things, uh, at Evo Films UK on all the social things for every few films, uh, and of course at Vengeance Film UK uh, on all the social things to uh, check out the uh, you know the Vengeance Film franchise. Cool. And don't forget to check out www.bossandfilm.movies.co.uk. 
for uh, this podcast and more, 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 I tell you, more. There isn't really any more on there, just the episodes of the podcast. Um, we will be back, uh, and hopefully by the next time we'll be back, I would have at least seen one film, because I'm going to see men today. Not, like, yeah. literally going to see men. I'm going, I'm to, going see to see men. I'm going to go see men. <clears throat> just quickly, on the, on the Morgan IMDb, <laughs> we might come back to this every episode. In the art department, <laughs> in the art department, there's like 30 people. Like, why? Why? What, what did they... Why? Just look at the poster. Why? Just look at the poster. <laughs> like... Why did you need 30 art department people? Anyway, we go. we'll go we back go. to the Morgan. We're going to go back to the Morgan IMDb. It's like 45 camera people. We're, like, for the record, Why? we're really not. But, um, but yes, look, thanks for listening. We'll be back. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on all things where you subscribe, rate, and review. And we'll be back for a new episode probably next week. Thanks for listening. Take care. Bye. Cheerio, Tati. Bye. Bye. There are so many. There are five casting people on it. Why are there five casting people on Morgan? Let it go, Ross. Let it go. <laughs>